Hey loves, my name is Savvy. And I'm Hannah. And my name's Tawan. And this is season two of the Recommiss Podcast. A safe space where we share our stories to show those who feel hopeless that they also have the strength to move forward. Now listen here, this ain't for everybody, but it's for somebody. So let's get into it. And start pressing play. Hey loves, it's Savvy. And it's Hannah. I'm Kobe. This is Matt. And this is the Recommence Podcast. And today we have two guests coming on to speak with you guys today. Um, and before we get into that, we're going to let them introduce themselves a little bit. And then we will segue into a game. Well, I'd like to start off. Um, my name is Kobe. Uh, I'm 22 years old. I'm from Chicago. I currently go to Greenville University. I'm a senior. And I'm also a photographer. Cool, cool, cool. Love it. Uh, my name is Matthew. Um, I'm 21 years old. I'm from South Florida, originally born in Detroit, Michigan. I also go, go to Greenville University. I'm a junior and a bio major. I play football and track and field. Dope shit. We are very excited to have you guys on as our guest, and we also thank you guys for being a part of this and for being willing to come on and share your guys' story a little bit. Um, and now we're going to have a little bit of fun with you guys. Yes, sir. Okay, so for the game today, we are all going to sit in a circle and we're going to play this game where we'll start with a letter of the alphabet and then on the spot we each have to like say a word that relates to the alphabet. So we'll start with like A and then we'll go in the circle. Everybody has to come up with a word that starts with an A and then we'll go from B, C, and so on and so on. Um, If that doesn't make sense you'll just hear it so sounds good, good. sounds good all right who wants to start i'll start it off okay hey say a word i have to say a word that's yeah special. okay well a is a word <laughs> ah that is a yeah. word okay okay all right savvy <laughs> ape anarchy animal you have to go to b now oh, okay uh, come on, come on. Bob. Come on. That can't count. That's a name. No, it's, that's, that's that's a, a word. word. It's, it's a word. word. Yeah. How is that so a word? A name, not a word. So a name, oh. Yeah, you can use I a name. I was about to say, yeah, can you use Bob in a sentence? Can you use Bob in a sentence, please? <laughs> Spell Bob. <laughs> Spell it backwards, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Bob, go ahead. Barney. Uh-oh. Bean. Beautiful. Cat. Celebrate. Celebrate. I was uh, 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 cry. Dinner. Dash. Dyke. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready for that. <laughs> Donkey. Elephant. Eel. Eugene. Ear. Foster. Come on, come on. Family. Facts. Fat. Gas. Goat. Gorilla. Grass. Hide. High. Hat. Hannah. Igloo. <laughs> Ice. Come on, come on, come on. Inglewood. Internal. Uh, journey. Justice. Jump. Jump. <laughs> Uh, I don't. Jordan, 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 Jamal. Jennifer, oh. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Oh my. <laughs> Sorry, technical died. difficulties. <laughs> uh, what level are we on again? J. Wait. No, no, we just did J. Yeah, we just did J. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, kind. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here. Man. Um. Um. Kindness. Mm. Kleenex. Carl. Uh, Carl? Yeah. Start with a K. Carl, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Language. I said love. Oh. Lust. Larry. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's all right. <laughs> money, 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 money. Hey, bro. <laughs> 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 
Wait, do you know the alphabet off the top of your head? I swear to God, I don't know. You don't know this shit. I swear to God. No, I know it, but like when I you know it off the top of your head without thinking about. Yeah. You don't have to run through it in your head. I have to run through it. You're so full of shit. You're so full of shit. Sorry, that was educated, bro. I'm sorry. So you can tell me what's between. Wait, what's between? What's I don't even know it. No, what? What? Wait, how many letters are enough of it? Oh, okay. What's after uh, K? Ew. I hate you. All right. That's my name, bro. I, I wouldn't. Okay. Okay. K. Okay. What's after? What's after? G. R. S. What's? You're what's... telling me you're not running through it in your head at all, bro? I'm educated, bro. What okay. do you mean? What do you mean educated? No, I'm, I'm educated too. I, I just don't know the alphabet without. I'm just talking shit. Everyone always has to run through that what's shit between, in your head. What's between U and W? <laughs> U W. V. <laughs> okay, what letter are we on? Uh, L. No, M. M. Oh, I said money. Man. Musty. Mary. Had a little man. No, wait. I'm going to say knowledge, man. <laughs> uh, nowhere. Nuts. Ninja. Nothing. Octopus. <laughs> Own. <laughs> Orthodontist. P. Oh. Pig. You got psychology. People. You got Kobe. Purple. Platypus. Perry. Oh, <laughs> Can you guys make the noise he he makes? Ew! What? <laughs> Hello. So, so I know how to make it. Bro. Well, you can do that. Nah. No, do it. How does he make it? I, I don't even know what I just Platypus. did. Bro. <laughs> It's like, it's kind of like a growl, but it's not. It's I like haven't watched it in a minute. Bro. I haven't watched it in a minute, bro. I haven't watched it today. Q. All right. Q. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, question. Queen. Quit. Quail. Uh, rhinoceros. Rats. Rash. Ooh. Rhinoplasty. That was my hamster's name. Your hamster's name was Rhinoplasty. His full name. His full name was Season Seven, Episode Thirty Two, Rhinoplasty. But we called him Rhino for short. Wait, so Wait. his name was Season Seven. <laughs> season You're Seven. Lying. Season You're seven. lying. You're lying. His full name. His full name. His full name was Season what Seven, Episode Thirty Two, Rhinoplasty. Also, Rhinoplasty is to like. Nah, I don't. A need, nose I need job. to explain the whole I don't thing now. Bleed that, bro. I ain't gonna cap. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, can you explain like the meaning behind that whole name? Though? I like, was with my friends at PetSmart and we got him and I was like, what should I name him? And they were like, do Rhino. And I was like, no, that's too basic. And I think I was watching a TV show or something. And so I just, that's literally what the first thing that came to my head there's like not a deeper meaning it's that's the first thing that came to my head that's crazy rest in peace rhino that was he was a goat he was so sweet no what letter were we on r uh, r. r yeah okay so now we're what's the next one s. S. R, s. We didn't do r. r we did r yeah we just did r because i said rhinoplasty and then we turn uh short snake tackle tush <laughs> Touch. Titan. Union. Unity. Ugly. Urinal. Very. Vigorously. Vagina. Voluminous. Wonder. Wish. Wax. Why? Xavier. Xylophone. X-ray. Xavion. Zacharias. Yoga. <laughs> Not the skipping the line. <laughs> what do you mean? Um. Yummy. 
Yuck. Yolk. Zebra. Zip. Zo. I don't fucking know. Okay. Do you ha- does anybody else have a word for that? Zoo. Zoo. Oh, that's a good one. Zesty. Zesty. Zesty starts with Z, right? I think so. Yeah, Zesty. Yeah. Okay. I guess there's questions. All right. Well, that concludes our game. Did you guess any words with us? Let us let us know. I don't know if you can, but let us know. Um. All right. So. Let's get into talking about intentional healing. Which we talked about in our last episode, which was posted. And we also want to give a disclaimer that Tawan is not here because he is doing the things and the stuff and the work. Yeah, he has some personal things going on right now. Shout out Tawan. Shout out Tawan, bro. Yeah, shout out Tawan. We'll miss him as always, especially whenever one of us isn't here. It's always a sad moment, but, you know. We're wishing them well, and we'll go from there. Mm-hmm. So, a couple of weeks ago on our last episode, we talked about intentional healing and kind of what that looked like for both, I mean, for each me, Tawan, and Hannah, um, and what that's looked like in our journeys and what that means to us and what's the um, actual definition of that. And so kind of to review a little bit, to be intentional is to do something on purpose so with intention and then healing um is to make something it's the process of making or becoming sound or healthy again and we kind of talked about like what that process looks like and what that looks like in supporting people and um how you deal with people who are unhealed and how to um manage those relationships and those friendships and so today we're kind of going to talk to these both of these guests about what that has looked like for them and they're own journey so the first question i'm gonna throw out there for both of you and um if you guys want to ask anything to us too you guys are welcome to do that um and um the first question is what does intentional healing look for you look like for you specifically for me intentional healing the first word i think of is willingness um if you're doing something intentionally i feel like you just have to have the willingness to do it in the first place. And then when you add the healing onto that, it's just like, it's a journey. So it's not easy, but as long as I feel like you have the willingness to do so, then you could get after it. That's good. And I honestly took from intentional healing because I play a lot of basketball. And whenever you make an intentional, intentional foul, it's like you're doing it on purpose. So that revolves with intentional healing because you're just doing it for a purpose. And if you're healing for a purpose, then that means day by day, you're structuring how you want to heal properly. Yeah, so basically with just intentional healing is just finding that purpose every day and just knowing what you're doing it for and not just living days where it's just like, it's another day. You're doing it for the future you're doing it for long term you're doing it for longevity you're doing it for stability you're doing it for you so when i think of intentional healing i just think of you know just the journey of it the journey of of making sure you're here properly and saying that and you saying that you done it for yourself and nobody else because what better feeling is it be to do something for you than have somebody do it for you Mm. that's a that's a really good feeling when you said longevity, that Loki hit me because it's like you could heal and like you could just say you want to heal or like show. Well, you got to show it. I mean, you could just say it like as much as you want, but it's like mm-hmm. the longevity of it, like continue continuity, like continuously, like intentionally healing. Because it's like if you if you like see something going on in your life and it's like. Oh, I don't want to, like, do this today. I don't want to, like, do my self-affirmations this morning. I don't want to get in my bubble this morning. It's like you just taking steps backwards. And if you could consistently, that's why I feel like it's just a consistent thing. Like, if you consistent anything, like, it's going to take you to the moon. So what I'm gathering from, like, both of you guys, like, with what you were talking about is, like, key words that you both used was with, like, the journey and being consistent and 
having purpose with it right so with the journey of intentional healing you know we talk about like you said like you got to put the action behind it the intentional part when it comes to putting intentional healing on a journey i think we can all agree that it's not linear and me and sab and tawan too we've talked about that in the past where when you are intentionally healing the journey of it is never just you know one stable line you have your ups and downs and it's never easy yeah and Mm -hmm. sometimes you're stagnant you know you're in the same area and you don't expect to be like do you guys have a specific moment where you realize like intentional healing played a part into your journey yeah i could say just off bat when i graduated high school Mm -hmm. uh and I can say this because I felt like through in that time when I, I was around 17, 18, when I graduated high school, I felt like during that time I was traumatized from when I was born to that time because mm-hmm. I felt like I truly didn't have nobody by my side. And I felt like when I was going to college, I felt like that I, I would have to intentionally heal myself to prevent all of what happened to me, like never happen again. So I knew from that point I had to transform my lifestyle and how mm-hmm. I thought and my mindset. So that it didn't, it, I didn't know how to do it, but I just knew day by day, I just had to make some type of progress and have hope. And I think that goes a long way. What did that mean to you? It meant a lot because I was somewhat lost in in high school because I felt like I didn't have any guidance. I felt like no one back at home was telling me what I should be doing like for the long term and what I should be doing for myself, what I should prepare for. So it just, it made me think about things that I should be doing like right now. Cause that's what, that's really what it's all about. Just being in the moment with things. And it's okay to feel like, you know, if like everything's all on you because some, at some point it will so once I realized that I kind of took my time with it and I was patient I think patience is key when it comes to intentional healing I think yeah. we can all agree with that yeah and, and yeah. like uh, another point that you kind of brought up was you kind of decided to start healing because you didn't want things of your past to like continue happening to you like a pattern yeah um and i the one thing that i like am a huge like advocate for is rewriting your story like yeah. i think a lot of us are like i just want like i think it turns into changing the past and like it's not about that it's not about oh i want my rewriting isn't changing rewriting right. is turning the illustration of your story into something new and something beautiful and something redemptive and something that is looks different than how you were raised and looks different than like but also like most people like you saying that like a lot of people don't look at their past and look at their experiences and and look at themselves and decide like I I need to heal they just complain about the things that they've been through and they look back and they're like oh it's because this happened to me and this happened to me but yes those things did happen to you but what are you doing to change it what are you doing to fix it what are you doing to help yourself heal like Mm -hmm. what are you doing to help your story become different than what it looked like before that's your ego man like once you realize how to balance your ego and your pride then you just right in the middle with things and pride is what you think that you will do versus to what you've done or what has been done to you so if you could just stay in the middle then find your place with it and be neutral you know you had a realization kobe right pretty much that's what like made (laughs) me go on my like healing journey too like i just had to like once the realization kicked in it's like once you realize like you start like doing something wrong like you realize it and like you feel whatever come with it like the guilt whatever it was and like when you feel that that's when you know like you actually got to get into like healing and like i feel the same way like when you said like nobody like back at the crib like telling you what to do i was in the same boat right after high school real shit it just it it kind of like i'm talking about figuring everything every day every day i'm just feeling like 
like this this yeah. guilt in my heart like where i just i feel like this was the end like what i've done so far like and what's going to happen like i didn't know how i would get to where i am today four four or five years ago like i never thought i'd be here with y'all like doing this podcast and talking about what it means to truly be a part of an intentional healing journey like right. i didn't know what that meant i didn't know how to do that i didn't know my i didn't know i, I didn't have a plan so i'm glad that i struck it through every day and met the people that i met to to ultimately get me to this spot even though i'm not where i'm supposed to be but it's some progress the it's, journey mm-hmm. matt do you have anything to say uh, I just wanted to further touch on like my realization on like my self healing mm-hmm. and how it had an impact on like my life. So like I just had a lot going on like towards the end of high school and like I made a lot of decisions like that I won't really like get into for now, but that just wasn't good for like my future. Even though I had like a lot of things upcoming like supporting me and stuff, I just never had support really. The a lot in my life like, before so it's like i just that caused me like i'm not gonna put any blame on anybody because i make my decisions i know like what the consequences that come with it are but it just made like a lot of bad decisions and it just put me in a spot where i had that realization and it was like i gotta like change what i'm doing right now so i just feel like i just learned i had to like learn about myself before like i could even like know somebody else because I didn't I feel like at one point I didn't even like know who I am I still I feel I still like I'm trying to figure it out even till today but like once you start really knowing like who you are and like noticing patterns like in meditation I have to say like right off the bat like meditation was the main thing that really one of the main things that helped me with that because you just notice like your thought patterns why you think why you're thinking how you're thinking that and it's just like that really got me through the growth too and just like overall just realizing like who I really am so it's good what I hear from like both of you guys too is like you had that realization because you went through a hard time right or you went through multiple hard times or you know you were just experiencing hard times in general from the day you were born and i think a lot of people when it comes to intentional healing like sav was saying like when it comes to your life a lot of people will have these moments of realization but they don't take the initiative Mm. to act on it where it's like all these things keep happening to me like you know some things i can control some things i can't and it gets to a point where it's just like what actions have i been making and that i can make to change the outcome of my future to rewrite my story and a lot of people get stuck in that place like that stagnant energy where they're just like you know i don't know what to do i don't want to change anything it's not my fault you know so i'm just gonna i'm gonna act out basically a lot of people instead of like going towards like a better outlook on it they keep they get stuck in the stagnant energy where they're just like i'm lost they they don't have any like hope for themselves yeah and you kind of just get like Like, instead of trying to do better yeah exactly like you don't want in a way it's like you want better for yourself but you don't want better for yourself we kind of talked about that um when we did the the last episode like Mm -hmm. it's so so it's so easy to like when people come into our lives and especially when they hurt us to be like um like to label that person as a bad person or to label that person whatever type of way like i know everyone in this room has had somebody hurt them and held a grudge or a moment even because but but in reality we're all broken people Mm -hmm. So, so we all have i've made my own mistakes you've made your own mistakes hannah's made her own mistakes you've made your own mistakes so it's very like i think what we talked about was like how do you how do you be in a process of healing and then also understand that other people are healing as well and like that's go ahead oh i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off i think like what really ties into it is like forgiveness right and it's not just forgiveness for 
somebody else, but forgiving yourself in the moment, forgiving the moments that you went through that were so hard on you and continue to be hard on you and honestly could have an everlasting effect. Mm-hmm. You know, I can sit here and, you know, say all I want about what my family did to me, what so-and-so did to me, what I did to myself to end up in these situations, but it's just like, this is what I had to go through. And for me to continue to do better and be better and be better not only for myself, but for others, I need to forgive every moment that I went through, good and bad. I have to say like, you know, this hurt and I hate that this happened, but I forgive myself, I forgive them, even if they don't deserve it, even if you don't deserve it. You know, that that's the action behind it, putting that, that like, it's not just like the action of moving forward, it's the action of when you're sitting right there with yourself before you move forward, you tell yourself like i forgive everything that's happened to me will continue to happen to me and what i've done and others have done to me so i can release this this like almost like a demon like a shadow Mm -hmm. so you can like pursue you know your future your present without all those chains holding you back and when you do that you also start to realize like how much chains are holding you down no for real like you the more you when you sit with yourself and you tell yourself like you know this is what's going on like you guys said the meditation and everything when you sit with yourself with those bad moments and those bad days and those bad things and people and not even just that just the good things like you start to realize more about who you are like you were talking about like you realize like this is what i am this is who i am this is what's happened and you know now i can actually figure out what these issues are so i can actually figure out the solution as well you know what i'm saying yeah and i'm and also i'm sure that that's a little more difficult for you guys specifically because you guys are men yeah like i think women we we're we're like basically like a like quote unquote allowed to feel our feelings but like from what i've heard from most men it's like you're either taught not to feel your feelings or you've like taught yourself to suppress those feelings. Yeah. So I was kind of like, a question came up, like what do you feel like th- your your intentional healing has looked for you being a man? Do you feel like it was hard to start the process because you're a man? Do you feel like being a man has kind of like, I don't know how to word this the right way, but like held I you back a little it. bit? Yeah. I understand it. So I feel like with most men, we usually try to suppress our feelings or we're usually taught to like not show them at all and that's a big difference so if someone that's suppressing their feelings like they can be happy every single time you see them and you would think it'll be nothing wrong with them because i mean they're doing a good job suppressing their feelings and you would think like they're just like this joyful person and they got everything going for themselves versus someone who isn't taught to do that mm-hmm. then it can go a lot of different ways someone can usually you know be more expressive or more laid back and not as you know um outgoing or talkative or you know like someone that just don't know how to like communicate their feelings well yeah. so and as men like that's something that's not really talked about because society put onto us is like if you show any type of emotion then like you're considered soft like you're not a man you're not Mm -hmm. a real man so when that's being brought into unto us like since we've been born like Mm -hmm. it's just it starts out as rough because like you know and it also depends on like your living situation if you you have a mom if you have a dad like that that goes in a lot into how someone is like created like and yeah, how someone's sure. been brought up so yeah it's 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 tough like when you when you're put in those situations but like if you just learn how to I, well i feel the most efficient way is like to just suppress it because you can i feel it's, it's normal to 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 feel how you feel because feelings are natural you, do y'all think it's natural mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, yeah 100 mm-hmm. mm, for sure and when you do do that like it's just like that that takes a lot of stress and tension from you because one you're you're just expressing how you feel and can't nobody really take that from you so yeah for sure yeah i guess 
I didn't even know what the healing process was until it came, like until I until I started getting into it because I just feel like, especially if you grow, up, I grew up with no father. Especially when you grow up with no father, like you don't even like get to see like how he would have dealt with emotions. So like you just stuck with your own perspective or point of view on how to deal with your emotions or how to express them. So that's why I didn't even know what the hell. I didn't even know I had to heal for real. So I had realization though, which made me do that. So. I mean, like Kobe said, like, like having just a mother, like, whether you have a father or mother, father and mother, I mean, it could go either way. Your father could, like, suppress his emotions and, like, so that could not even, like, have a factor. But, like, if you don't even, like, get to see, like, what mm-hmm. he would have done, you know what I'm saying? I can yeah, speak, sure. I can speak yeah. a little personally about mine. Uh, I can say that my pop's. And how he taught me is that he was taught both ways on how to suppress his feelings, and he didn't know how, and he didn't have to tell me because I've just learned him, mm-hmm. and that's how I was. Like he, he suppresses feelings in a way where like when I see him, it's just like number good vibes, and we have conversations, and we just talk about life. And whenever I would see him, like or when we wouldn't do that, it would just be like. He's just there. Like, for example, I'll come in the house and we're not talking. We're not really saying nothing to each other. He's just quiet. Mm-hmm. He's not really, like, nothing. Like, I can just tell, like, he's feeling some way and either he doesn't know how to say it or he doesn't want to say it. So, that shit, like, whenever whenever I see something like that, it's just, like, made me kind of realization is that, like, that's how I am, too. But I'm growing from it. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I can change that narrative and be able to teach myself how to express my feelings. Yeah. And then one day when I do have kids, I can teach my kids to, to do that. So I wouldn't do what my father did to me. Even though, like, I'm not saying what he did was wrong, but I can make it better for for my own. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's where the intent lies. You realize the pattern and you understand the pattern you understand it affected you and you are taking that and you're saying that this is something that i don't want for myself i don't want for my future and i don't want to pass down you want to be able to apply a better outlook in a better way and i think like when it comes to emotions right it starts at a young age and it starts by role models who are around you and let's say like when you're growing up you're lacking those role models to show you the proper way to go about things. And let's say you do have role models, but let's they're not like showing, you know, the best ways to go about things. So when you start at a young age, you start to just pick up what you got around you and it can cause a lot of issues if you're lacking in those role models around you, especially if, you know, as a man or a woman, mm. you know, the other person that is most similar to you isn't there uh, or sorry. isn't. I felt it come out and they, no, it's been wanting to come out the whole time. <laughs> and I just, it finally did. I'm sorry. Oh my God. That was a subtle burp. Damn. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right, that right. would be such. I'm so sorry. I totally that. killed the mood. Bro, that was so funny. Like you said, sorry. Like you, you said it's. We needed that. We needed that. We needed that. Oh goddamn! Yeah. I don't even remember what I was talking about. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're good. Like for me, I can relate to um like with my family, right? I had a mom and a dad growing up. My mom, girl, was crazy. She was, she was very crazy. She was not. I heard that episode. Yeah, she yeah. was she was very unstable. Oh, she had yeah. she had a lot of issues that she never healed from, and she ended up passing it down to me. And so I grew up generational very, trauma. Yeah, I grew up very isolated, and I'm sure everybody can agree with how that feels when you don't have that person to help guide you or show you like the way or the role model aspect. 
you feel very isolated that you have to you're so young you have to carry all you have to carry the world on your back and my dad you know i love him very much but he was not there for me and you know he did the best he could but with how he grew up there wasn't things he couldn't give to me either and then on top of that i have a younger sister and now i feel like i have to be the role model for her yeah and you know as i got older i lost my mother so now i have to go into the world where i don't have that role model to help show me like this is what's going on this is how you need to apply things especially as an adult it's hard i'm sure we can all sit here and agree like being a young adult and not having that guidance it becomes very very difficult because not only do you have to figure out what's going on with you you got to figure out what was done to you by these people or what wasn't done to you from these people like the lack of presence or the presence that they did have how it affected you you're sitting here wondering like i don't have to i have to just i have to heal myself but i also got to heal all the other bullshit that comes with it on top of that i gotta go through the world and make a life for myself like and you know with my situation i also have a sister that i consider a daughter and you know i have to show her what i was missing so when you're going through all these things you start to wonder like where do i start with this do i start from when i was 13 and i went through the world angry and destructive and in pain do i start from when i was five years old and i was come on alone in a room and you know i didn't have anybody to take care of me you know what i'm saying like do i start from when i was 18 and i just graduated high school and i lost my mom and i knew i knew nothing but like pure destruction like yeah or do i start now where i'm at now and i'm like okay i've gotten better i've but i'm still not where i want to be like you said like where do you start with all that and then when you double down to i think you answered the question what like you said where do you start like you start now exactly that's all you got so when like it comes to like i was talking about like when you start now you you got to look back at all these moments that affected you and you gotta start back to like where am i right now today what has been going on and how do i accept where i'm at and how do i forgive where i'm at no yeah for real and how do i forgive and accept all the shit that was like i lack type shit go ahead yeah i was gonna say um kind of like i was raised very different than like most people is raised by all women literally no men <laughs> in the household um so i was raised around a lot of big emotions um but i was also raised around hispanic women um so um but i was and then i was also raised by a very abusive woman um so i was kind of i wasn't taught to suppress my emotions but i was taught that i was too much because of my emotions because yeah, if you yes. know me you know i'm an emotional ass person <laughs> like i just i've always been like that i was like that when i was a kid i was like that now and like growing up it was very difficult for me to to verbalize what i was like feeling like when i moved in with deidre and paul um one of the most frustrating parts of that for them was that whenever i would i was very angry all the time but i could never like it was never like i would be like oh i'm upset about this or this is upsetting me like if i was sad if i was upset it always came out like in anger i would cuss yeah. somebody out i would cuss it i would cuss my teachers out or cuss and not because like i wanted to be a bad kid i mean yes but it was because i was like see me see me see me see me like i need someone to understand that i'm hurting and i think a lot of yeah. us do that in a way it's like we avoid the emotions so much that our actions become our feelings yeah and I think that's something that a lot of us don't really realize that like the things that we do every day that are unhealthy are the things that we did to survive as a child. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think like what you were saying, like kind of about like, where sure. do you start? I think starting from where the pain started actually is really important because most of the time, like, like just like psychologically, like psychologically, our brains are wired to stop when trauma starts. Mm-hmm. So like, 
you can't really it's really hard to process something that's blocked and most of us have that part of our brain blocked and haven't been able to yeah, process it yeah. so one thing that like i've been doing a lot is the shadow work prompts that we mm-hmm. were talking about the other day and like that recently like has helped me so much to realize like why i am the way that i am like what i do need to forgive myself and why and I, another thing i was say if you do do shadow work please not do that every day yeah, because you be will dangerous. drain your energy you will probably end up experiencing more things that you don't want to experience at once but like one thing i would really recommend for anyone who has deals with trauma and is starting to start trying to start a healing process and doesn't know where to start healing um shadow work prompts have really helped me um in my own journey and i don't know if anyone here has has tried shadow work at all but um I think that's a good place to start if you are in that journey. Um, but back to these two. I got a question for you guys. So let's say you're in your worst mood, right? And you're just you're just done with today. You're done. All right. What's like the first emotion you usually feel? Is it anger? Is it annoyance? Like irritation? I feel like sometimes I just feel nothing. You go numb? Yeah. Speak Me? on that yeah. a little bit. I mean, if it's just that type of day, it's just like, I don't even know where it comes from. It's just like, I, f- I feel like I don't want to feel like there's nothing else for us today sometimes. So it's just like. Do you feel like you suppress the emotions yourself? Like you intentionally suppress them? I feel them? like it's just a cycle that happened over and over again. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it just feels natural. I kind of go so. about it in a different way. Uh for me, I like to complain and, and get stuff over with. Like, I feel like complaint to me. It Same. Helps me. It helps me. Because, <laughs> like, when, when I complain, I talk to myself. And when I talk to myself, I usually feel away about something. And y'all know this, too. So, like, when I feel away about something, I often rant. And when I rant, I usually ask myself questions or tell myself stuff. Like, like let's say I'm getting up, getting up in the morning and I didn't sleep well at night. And I'm tired. I'm so tired. And I don't want to go to class. I don't want to work out. I don't want to do nothing. That's what. That's exactly what I say. I don't want to do nothing. I don't want to do anything. Right. So if that doesn't go how I want it to go, I feel overwhelmed. And I still ran. But like, I also tell myself in my head, like, what am I going to do about it? Like, I'm complaining. I'm ranting. I'm doing all this. How am I going to make up for it? And then I act on it. And that's it. And that's that's really... That's really how you get through most of your healing phases. Like whenever you're feeling bad, feeling bad about anything, or just going through stuff. Like, what are you gonna do about it? How are you gonna make up for it? Like, what step by step routine process you gonna make so you won't feel that way again? So the reason I asked is because I wanted to see like where you guys were at, where. Like you're in your worst moment and what's the first thing you feel i wanted to ask you can you even figure out a time when you started feeling like that and reacting to things like that and why you started reacting to that because i think as we were talking about like generational trauma and you know the past and like how everything's affected us as a whole and it ties into the intentional healing part you have to ask yourself why in those moments and then it ties back into all this past energy and all Mm -hmm. these past moments and all these past things like you like to express your emotions whereas you like to almost isolate yourself and not feel jack shit you know what i'm saying like and there's nothing wrong with both of those things it's like one person can react and some some people just don't react you know what i'm saying like can you ask yourself when you got to a point where you like why like why do i act this way and what caused me to start acting this way and Mm, was there a time where i acted differently and was it better or was it worse before i started doing stuff like that like was there a time for you where you did feel things and you got shut down and so you just learned how to almost just take care of it like in a way where i had i have to shut down because i have nothing else to do i have nowhere else to go and for you you know you had to learn how to do it yourself as you said so 
you said you had to talk to yourself you just have to rant you have to go through what happened for you to get to that place where you react if that makes sense i just wanted to ask that like, like to think about that uh, okay. i could speak on that uh i feel like a lot of my life a lot of things just got just brushed off because it's like my mama was working like she wasn't even like we saw her a lot but it's like she was in and out of jobs, so it's like, and then she had a lot of like mental health stuff going on, so she couldn't really deal with a lot of stuff. So I just started picking up different things, like football and other things that could like keep me going or whatever that I could find guidance through. And I feel like when things, like I wasn't getting as much like support. I feel like as I should have. So. And I don't know, just a lot of a lot of things I would a lot of things I'll try to express a lot of things I'll try to express wouldn't go like notice. So at some point I was just like I'ma just not worry about it. So it's like it's like a lot of things just never got talked about or handled, so I just I was like, I'm going to just let it go. So with that part of your life, that's how you, yeah. With that part of your life, you had to learn how to suppress your emotions. And that's like your first reaction. I think with the whole thing with intentional healing is where the reason I ask is because I would, I want this to resonate with other people who do feel like that. When you ask yourself that question, why is there a way for you to realize it and now how how would you go differently about it if you could? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Did I say that right? <laughs> so well, like how, how would I go differently? Well, do you do you believe that that's a healthy way to de- deal with that's, your emotions? Yeah, basically what I was like trying to say. Mm-hmm. Well, it can be, but no, at the same time, because mm-hmm. there's things that you just shouldn't like worry about or shouldn't pay attention to that For will sure. like, cause you more yeah. stress than you already have. So. But at the same time, it could be toxic because you could be risking somebody else's like emotions, too, or like you could just that could just be a cycle for you, and then it just becomes so normalized. So it can be toxic, but at the same time, I I definitely agree with that. I think that one thing that a lot of people who are in a healing process don't know how to do is that is feel nothing about things that don't matter. Yeah, and I think that's something. Like, honestly, you've taught me a lot about that, like, realizing, like, there's some shit you just don't need to give a fuck about. Right. Like, there's just er, shit that's irrelevant. Like, you you can't let it affect you. But at the same time, like, I do I do think feeling your emotions is important. Okay, so Kobe has to go. He has somewhere he has to be, so. I'm going to let y'all later. Y'all can follow me on Instagram at ballin' like I'm Kobe. Kobe with the zero in it. Bye-bye. All right, so now kind of going back to our conversation now that Kobe left, while you've been in this healing journey, while you've been in this process of intentional healing, what have been the challenges that you've um, faced while trying to be in this process? Like what do you feel like have been obstacles that have kind of either stunted it or like maybe taken you back a little or just like, you know, just made it a little bit of a harder process? I would say, overall, just while you're trying to heal and you go through, like, stumbling blocks in a way, it just makes it a harder process. But I would say for me, personally, uh, just expressing my emotion and vulnerability, I would say. Because, mm-hmm. as I mentioned earlier, just not really having a good perspective on it, really, like, affecting me growing up so just like a support um, system like guidance system yeah so just just vulnerability overall uh i don't have any specific thing on mine right now but yeah that's understandable yeah i mean when it comes to challenges like you face 
emotional vulnerability is a huge 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 one not just for you but that's a very very common like even for subject. people who know how to feel their emotions exactly that can be hard sometimes i i'm pretty comfortable being vulnerable with people that i'm close to but at the same time i'm actually i'm still not like whenever i get in a really bad place i don't feel comfortable opening myself up when i'm like just too deep into it like i don't want anybody to, i i get in this almost like this like mindset like someone's gonna use it against me or someone's gonna like try to I feel the fuck like out of that. do something like harmful to me out of that you know what i'm saying like yeah. it, it can be extremely hard but it's a completely valid challenge to face and i'm sure a lot of other people can relate with that too see i i don't like i mean i do like i do have trouble like being vulnerable in like some sense because like i get in those modes where like i feel so many emotions that like i feel like if i express my emotions then my emotions are gonna be too much for somebody Mm -hmm. but like i've never like like i've always been kind of like a vulnerable person but that's just because like of the way that i'm wired i'm wired through emotions not like motivation or anything like that so i think like for everyone in some sense like there's always some moment where like you feel like you have to suppress things because you're worried about what everyone else's perspective on that is but then also like it's a it's literally the little person inside you like protecting you saying like no you can't you can't let this person know this about you you can't let this person know that you can't let this person know that but it's like i was watching this video i sent it to you actually um about we were talking we were talking about it while i was watching it like it was talking about how like one of the like least talked about things when it comes to healing is feeling your feelings like mm-hmm. sp- specifically feeling like anger and like sadness like we're taught to not cry so much that we when we have to cry we forget to be able to cry like we were talking about this the other day that like there's been times where like i knew that i needed to feel my emotions and i needed that like space to cry and i just like and i would try to like physically cry and like no tears would come out of my face because i spent so much time telling myself like you can't cry because this person's gonna think you're too much and this person's gonna think that or that and it's different for everybody it's not always wired by what people think about you but that's what it is for me personally um and I, I don't know where, like, where do you feel like not being able to express vulnerability, like, stems from outside of, like, not having people show you that? Do you think it stems from anything else? I would say just the thought of somebody probably taking advantage of openness or vulnerability is probably one of the biggest things. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's really it. Yeah. Do you feel like that's like prevented you from like having true like connections with people sometimes? Yeah, I feel like a lot of like relationships I had with like people in general could have been like different, but I mean, it's meant to like be that way. So that's just how I like learned to view it. Mm. And like, I don't know, it just like really, just I just been taking advantage of like openness and vulnerability, like. A couple of times, and it was just like it, I just feel like that one thing was just so like deep to me that I just stopped it overall. Mm. It kind of just ruined it for you. It scarred you in a way. Yeah. And it that comes back to a place common. too where it's like figuring that out, sitting yourself with like sitting with yourself and unraveling it almost. Like it's on. It, it, when you have a scar right you think of it like it's a scar and when you have to open it back up like you literally have to open the wound back up Mm. to dig back into it It can be really 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 painful but the thing is like it it's hard to say with vulnerability because it's a natural human instinct to not want to be vulnerable and especially if you've been hurt multiple times it's completely understandable to take a step back i've done that more times than i can count i almost put on a front in a way too where i was like like a wall you know like if you think about it as like a wall where like you know here's what i'm presenting 
you're not allowed to get any further. Mm. You don't have the key no, to the door. Real. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it also comes to a point where it almost like prevented me from being vulnerable with myself even. I don't know if any of you guys can relate to that. No, for sure. Yeah. Where like when I, how you were talking about like you go numb, mm. you almost can't even be vulnerable with yourself in a way. And I, I can relate to that in a lot of ways where I don't want to feel anything. It's I don't really big go with people it. who are diagnosed with depression. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, it's it's very it's a very 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 complicated situation to be in and I th- it just starts with the question why and where and what and where am i at right now and where do i want to be you know but well it also shows time. how much you've grown though like the fact that you're i just looked at the thing and it was one 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 one. Oh, look at that um but like the fact that you're on here like that just proves like how much you've grown and like how you're like challenging that i mean like how you're overcoming that obstacle and that challenge and even if it's not like like if even if you're not like being vulnerable to everybody that comes in your life or any, everyone you're close to like you're still making the steps to get there and that's all that matters like literally all that it ma- all that matters in everyone's healing journey is the fact that they're doing what they need to do mm-hmm. and like doing anything at all to me that's healing like if you are intentionally going like we're saying intentional healing is doing the shit like you have to actually like go out of your way to like challenge yourself to do the things that you wouldn't normally do like be vulnerable like that's proof that you are doing the intentional or healing. acknowledging it like just sitting here and acknowledging it yeah the that's fact that you can say that that's thing. a challenge yeah like there's a lot of people who will just sit there and be like i don't know i don't know i don't want to know i don't care i don't like i'm fine there's nothing wrong with me you know what i'm saying like that's the first step like talking about it admitting it being yeah, able to be open sure. about it and you don't even have to go into detail like as long as you're just sitting there thinking about it within yourself like that's a huge step just right there for sure that's a challenge and that's actually you overcoming that challenge so you got to think like if you're like able to sit there and say that think about everything else that you're able to just do within a matter of minutes to benefit you and it doesn't always that's another thing people like to think too like these things can be very complicated and messy but it's so it's also easy just to get through the small parts too and those small parts are usually the hardest part sometimes you know like being able to admit it yeah and like healing is one of those things it's like healing makes life a little bit harder not gonna lie like one of the biggest things that people don't realize when they heal is that healing one doesn't stop ever and then two it's not gonna be a beautiful like it's not gonna be a rainbow like it's going to be this messy dirty car that you're gonna have to clean every few weeks like it's it's like we were talking about in the last episode it's it's literally cleaning a room your house gets dirty again Mm -hmm. you're gonna have to clean it at some point again you don't just it doesn't just stay clean forever like you don't just heal and then magically like oh i'm a healed person like i woke up and now i'm healed because i i've shared this on the podcast like when i did my like healing process in the summer like to me i thought that was me healing because i felt better but feeling better isn't healing who are you telling bro i literally went through like almost a whole year whole year almost a whole year i wasn't doing anything i was kept to myself i was digging deep into myself i finally started to feel better i'm like oh okay like you know things are good the 2022 like brought a roller coaster of hell for me Mm. and all these new challenges that came with it and then i'm sitting here like okay so a lot of things i did heal with helped me get through some of these things but i didn't even realize there was so much more like behind the scenes and now i was sitting there like bro like i already i already went through this like why why do i have to go through this again like I already did that journey. I already did it, but it doesn't stop. Like, I found out more things about myself that I had to overcome. And the thing is, though, like, I'm here. I'm still here. I'm able to, like, wake up, breathe, appreciate my life. And, you know, I learned more, and that's all that matters. Like, yeah. No, and we've both, like, and, like, we've had people in our corner to help us. And, like, one thing that I would say is, like, having the right circle is really important and uh, I don't know if you feel like you have the right circle but um that's I think that's another like really important part of the journey is like 
how do we support each other in this healing process because all of us are in a no matter where you are nobody like we just said nobody's completely healed so we're all going to be broken people trying to heal through things so how do how do broken people help other broken people without being codependent and without like tearing them down and without bringing them down in the dirt with you that ties into the next question where how can people support each other in their healing processes right um i feel like when you tell somebody like scars or whatever you're like trying to heal like they just it's kind of like you have like the ability to have like power kind of like over them because it's just like you're being open like they can enter so just like not taking advantage of that like i said like in the last question or like taking advantage of the openness just being there being willing to help them supporting them and like help, like guiding them as much as you can like do that is important i guess what's um an example that somebody supported you through something that like can really stand out and really means a lot uh, or meant a lot i'll say probably my mom i'm gonna just use my mom example but like it happened multiple times with like probably other people like just just in general like her just telling me i'm gonna be doing something like this just shows love and support to me motivating like, yeah. pushing so you to if the i bed. tell her like something that's going on she'll like find any way that she'll know like in a positive manner to like help me progress or heal from it so even though like she went through all the stuff she go through it just shows like how much she healed by helping somebody else heal right so yeah love that another thing um that i saw on tiktok <laughs> i've been seeing all my like healing stuff on tiktok but like this stuff is actually stuff that like i really resonate with but one of the things i saw um that was like about this question is when you're when you're being the support system for somebody how do you how do you come into that without stepping on the other person's toes mm-hmm. and the ladies the girl said that the question that you should ask people is do you need do you need me to give you comfort or advice like do you need do you need me to to just listen or do you need me to to give you some guidance Mm -hmm. because it's very easy to sit there and want to tell somebody what to do in their healing journey and want to give them advice that they don't need to hear in that moment because sometimes people just want to say what they feel and they want to process and they want to feel what they feel and they don't want to hear shit from anybody else they just want somebody there to listen um which is that's really how i'm wired like i don't really give a fuck like i'm not saying i'm not going to listen to advice but i'm saying like i'm not usually if i'm ranting to somebody it's not like a tell me what to do type of thing it's a I just need someone to just hear me so I can get the words out and then I'm good. But it's not like, but then there is times where I'm like, I mean, it'd be really nice for someone to give me some advice right now. But I I think it is important to ask that question before going into it with like knowing what they want, because most of the time it's like, you don't really know what that person is expecting. So just let them feel what they need to feel. And then if they need something from you, they'll ask, like, it's that simple. I agree. I agree. I think that was very well said. Okay, so what advice or encouragement can you give someone who might feel like their healing is pointless? And I like really want us to think about that, right? You're talking to somebody who's already at that blockage. They're like, I don't want to hear anything. Like, what's the point? And the thing is, like, I how I would approach that is like I can't tell you what to do but what I can do is at least be there and help support you yeah and how would that look how would that phrase be phrased like what would you do like that's what I would personally do but like what where would you go about that if I would rewrite that question I would say what do you wish somebody would have said to you before you started healing or when you thought healing was pointless or when you didn't feel like you needed to heal what do you wish someone would have said to you Mm. probably like realizing what i'm doing it for kind of like i'll just tell a person 
I'll ask them, like, why did you start healing in the first place? Like, why did you see any point in, like, starting that journey? And, like, what did you see in the future coming from it? And I'll just ask them to reflect on it, I guess. And ask them to know, like, tell them to know, like, that's their motivation behind it. And, like, that they got to keep going. It's not easy, but they could do it. Like, meet them where they're at, and I think the reflection was a really good point. Like, saying, like, you know, where are you at? Where do you want to be? And where were you? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. progress, and at the same time, like, reflecting. At 1-1-1. I love that. Good job. Mm -hmm. Yay. That was good. So... That is all of our questions for today. So the last thing we will do is our take it with you, which is usually when we send off our listeners with something to take with them to the week, throughout the week, (laughs) to reflect on or to think about or to just have with them, to encourage them. Um, So if you have a take it with you, um, I will say it and then you will do it. I'll say take it with you and then you'll just say whatever it is you want to say when you have it like think of like if you're talking to a close friend and you want to give them meaningful advice like from the heart something you want to share something that ties into intentional healing take it with you I want you guys to take with you Proverbs Four verse five. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Do not forget my word. My words, or turn away from them. I feel like in this verse, God is telling you to continue to seek wisdom and understanding from Him. So I feel like as long as you could rely on Him and give all your sins to Him and all your grief and guilt or whatever you're dealing with or whatever you're healing from, giving it all to Him and then expanding your knowledge and wisdom on it. So that you could heal even more is important. So that's what I want you guys to take with you. Thank you. Yay! All right. So that concludes the end of our episode. We are so thankful that both you and Kobe came on um, to speak with us today. And we're sure the viewer, I mean, listeners would be so excited. Um, so um as you guys know you guys can follow us at the recommends podcast to find all the updates on new episodes and recommends content for the future um and matt's instagram is 5519 made met and then y'all can follow my throne page too 5519 throws and then uh we will also plug both of their instagrams in the bio again we love you all so much and we will see you guys and talk to you guys next time much love bye